Bang outside, I hang outside. Don't come out the house, cause the gang outside. Bang outside, I hang outside. Don't come out the house, cause the gang outside. Bang outside, hang outside. Don't come out the house, cause the gang outside. Bang outside, hang outside. Don't come out the house, cause the gang outside. Y'all must thought that I was gon' whisper the whole time. 21. I ran out of weed, I sent your bitch out of town. Oh God. Gave her 1500 and she came back with pounds. Rappers think they it, but they really just clowns. Oh God. Gucci stole a hundred thou, that's just in a day. Oh God. Always cheating, I'm a dog, think I need a cake. Oh God. Savage loaded chips and dip, I'm not talking about lay. 21. Throwback raps, call them retros, I'm not talking about Jay. 21. First night 21, last night Huffman, I got too many freaks. 21. Levi jeans, low self esteem, he on black people meet. 21. Look like Maya, she's on fire, who got the keys to my G? Straight up. Who won't smoke, cause I won't smoke, I had a wet dream about beef. 21. Bang outside, hang outside. Don't come out the house, cause the gang outside. Bang outside, I hang outside. Don't come out the house, cause the gang outside. Kids see my car, they get the plan, bingo. Off brand rapper still in all the lingo. 30 on my hip, the label want a single. I green light hits, I don't make jingles. Straight up. Shut your damn mouth for you drop, nigga. Drop, nigga. Last nigga diss me, drop, nigga. Straight up. I won't smoke, nigga. Ah, oh, nigga. Okay. Savage kill out of his ops, nigga. Smoke them all last week, fuck, nigga. It's a lot of gang. How we brought, nigga. Straight up. 4L gang, a lot of shots, nigga. Savage kill out of his ops, nigga. Yeah, young Metro, I don't trust you, I'm gonna shoot you. Take key, fuck these niggas up. You ever had a cold in the summer? This shit be the worst. It gets better though. How they turn a top dog to a underdog? It's a cold world even in the summer, dog. Like a hundred missed calls in my number log. I talk to God before I talk to people from them blogs. Gotta see through it when it's thick as London fog. I'm from the city, baby, I done grew up under small. Not to bring up old shit, I'm not a plunger, dog. No Dalmatian, but I come through with a hundred, dog. And they don't bark, they bite. Let it spark, they might. Gotta walk straight, right? Turn the dark to daylight. Let them talk, they right. In your heart, stay light. Play your part, stay tight. Bosses park where they like. Don't you let them trick you out your spot and put that guy on. Rather cut them off and let a bygone be a bygone. When you ballin', you that nigga that they got they eye on. So I think I know just how I feel to be a Zion. Bustin' out sneakers, swingin' on rims, bein' Number one, 
bringing on M's. Hope the Knicks get them. I'ma bring them Tim's. Tell them Laces Boots, I'ma get a king some gems. Like, look, like, look. You the great hope and a scapegoat. You're gonna have to make quotes and take notes. And some can't take smoke, so they may choke. But those who learn to make boats stay afloat. Oh, it's gonna be a cold summer. Devil trying to take your soul from you. Calling, buddy, got my own number. Oh, it's gonna be a cold summer. Devil trying to take your soul from you. Calling, buddy, got my own number. It's gonna be a cold summer. I'm chilling for the whole summer. No feelings for the whole summer. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a cold summer. I'm chilling for the whole summer. No feelings for the whole summer. The media promoting fake, they just stamping the shit. You don't wanna see us beef and stop amping the shit. They was giving me the L, said he wouldn't prevail. Next thing you know, that boy was in a championship. So every day I'm going in, I'm on some vampire shit. And every night I'm in my bag like I'm camping and shit. The trenches that we grew up in need to know you could win. So you see me in my hood on my championship. See a minor setback, read a major get back. If I lose, it ain't over. I be yelling bet back. I come from where they take it. You might never get back. Got a shot out New Jersey. Y'all won't get the nets back. Play for keeps round here. Pride is deep round here. Shooters creep round here. Hard to sleep round here. Life cheap round here, grim reek round here. Spill milk, get wiped up. We on weep round here. We just going harder. We raising sons and growing daughters. Came a long way and working on going farther. Grew up not knowing father, seeing no one bother. But know my story gets better, cause I know the author. Keep reading, it's a comeback story. I told her that if you leave, don't ever come back, shorty. I be saying word to mother, she the one that taught me. Karma is a bitch who holds around and come back for me. Cold. It's gonna be a cold summer. Devil trying to take your soul from you. Calling, buddy, got my own number. Oh. It's gonna be a cold summer. Devil trying to take your soul from you. Calling, buddy, got my own number. Oh. It's gonna be a cold summer. I'm chilling for the whole summer. No feelings for the whole summer. It's gonna be a cold summer. I'm chilling for the whole summer. No feelings for the whole summer. I just feel like life is hot and cold. Ups and downs. Back and forth. Wins and losses. It's gonna be some sunshine and it's gonna be some rain. When it rains, it pours. But ask yourself, can you weather the storm until the sun shines again? Welcome to another episode of Keeping It 100, episode number 16. Uh, joining me today is my uh, co-host, uh, Leo Rydell. Uh, Desmond, Lo- Desmond will be joining us in a little bit. Leo, tell me a story, my man. How's your weekend treating you? Hey, what's going on, man? So the weekend's treating me good. I have been wrapped up in a project for Anime News Network for the last 
couple weeks and uh it's been a really good really uh great learning process um i actually got to interview the company saturday am and they are essentially a shonen jump but with more diverse manga series and more diverse creators from all around the world so i got to interview the founder and some of the core authors and core artists for the the manga series that are running through this magazine monthly and it's, it's actually a super good magazine uh, i would suggest you guys check it out saturday-am.com and they've got like really cool series like one of them is called clock striker and it's about this um young black superhero and it's actually a young black girl who essentially wants to become what is in this world uh, the perfect engineer, essentially. And it, it's it's really cool kind of gear shifting. Uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? It's like this kind of super techie like series, and it really does like a steampunk. Same, yeah, yeah, that's what I was looking for. Steampunk. It has that same vibe as like Naruto and. Uh, black clover but it does have a black female main character so i love that about it and i just love their other series there's this one uh called henshin about this young man who gets dropped into another uh, another world where it's like a lot of power rangers type stuff and it's just really funny and and all these all these series are like really like at the level of, of a manga you would read in shonen jump so very impressive group of people and uh, yes, I, I just been kind of working on that and not too much else. Well, and uh, I, you know, being able to introduce because you know I'm a I've always talked about Black Clover uh, on several occasions uh, during the show. So knowing that you got to be introduced to like that anime news network that's working on a series just like that, that's that's pretty awesome to me, Leo. So that sounds it sounds like you've had a hell of a weekend. Yeah, man, staying productive. Um, yeah, just kind of staying productive and uh, working on that. And I also got to catch Umbrella Academy season two. I went through the entire season on Friday because that's how good it was. Uh, but we'll talk about that in the show portion because I'm excited to blab about that. Oh, absolutely. We've got definitely we will talk a lot about some of the shows that we have uh, upcoming. Uh, for me, my weekend, uh, really, I've been doing a lot of relaxing, just uh, catching up on some Z's because it's been sort of an exhausting weekend. For those that don't know, I would, we are part of X-Squad, and uh, Saturday, I took the opportunity to uh, do become a their radio DJ for their 24-7 online station uh, over the past uh, 24 hours. So after doing that, my body just needed all the sleep that I can get, so definitely just a lot of relaxing on my side great man and yeah you your list seriously your list your mix was amazing man like what's good what makes a good dj to me is somebody who can mix the hits in really well and that's how you could tell a good dj from a great dj is that the hits are it's not hit after hit after hit because to me if you if you line up your your music selection like that you don't get to those little songs that people might not know about and and play those kind of ambient filler songs that really get people's heads like leaning and then building up to that big drop you know that uh the there there are plenty of good ones uh but i gotta say man i really enjoyed your mix and i think you're on the right track to being like a great dj like you're killing it 
Oh, and and I appreciate that. And believe me, my my priority right now is this show, uh, keeping it 100. This has been our baby for uh, for the past uh, three four months. So that's definitely definitely my main priority. And for me and everyone, we'll hear some of the uh, songs that we've got uh, lined up when we do the breaks and such on the show. But uh, with with music, to me, it's just more like doing a conversation starter, right? So yeah, I could, you know, play, as you say, a bunch of the radio stations out there, just go hit by hit by hit. But for me, it's like, oh, if you like some of this stuff, why don't we talk about some of this stuff that you may not know? And talk about some of the other artists that are upcoming that definitely deserve that recognition. Yeah, exactly. I feel like everybody deserves a piece of the grand pie. You know what I mean? Like everybody deserves a little bit of listening. Yep, exact, exactly. And and again, I'll be playing a lot more of those uh, tracks uh, during our breaks and such, so that you can we can start that conversation, start to see some of those songs that are coming out by some of those upcoming artists, and of course some some songs you may not know, but. Before we get in, into all that, let's talk about some of the stuff that we have to, on the show. Uh, we're going to talk, definitely talk about the MLB, including uh, one Miami Marlins and one Philadelphia Phillies. And recently, as of one St. Louis Cardinals, we're also going to be talking about uh, the NBA, how that's been returning back now with the uh, seeding games. And we've got something to talk about with Michael Porter Jr. And we have something to talk about the Washington football team. No surprise, and we'll get to all, all the uh, other stuff as well. But let's go back and let's take a moment to uh, congratulate Mike Golick. Uh, he is officially uh, ending his run at ESPN Radios for 22 years. And so I want to take a moment just to recognize him. Uh, Leo, this is the guy that uh, whenever I wake up, whenever I woke up as a kid, uh, because he started his uh, show Mike and Mike with uh, Mike Greenberg back on January 2nd of 2000. This was the guy, you know, he used to be a football player uh, played in the NFL for about eight, 10 years and was the first of his type to come out of being a just, you know, just a sports analyst or a color commentator or whatnot and actually become a, a persona of a public opinion someone akin to uh, a Stephen A. Smith or a Skip Bayless or uh, either one of those debate shows that you hear uh, right now that's playing all, all over uh, Fox or ESPN or whatnot. And uh, to me, when he took over, uh, especially during the mornings, it was a great way to wake up as a kid. And it, it, it's sad for me, but I, I'm glad he's going to be still doing stuff as a college football analyst. But this is a this is a heavy felt uh, departure for me, man. Yeah, you know, uh, twenty two years, man. That's a long time for anything. I mean, let's be real here. That he is a very familiar voice. Um, I admit that sports radio I haven't really been uh, familiar with, but I do know Mike Golick by name. Uh, he's one of the most popular um, ESPN radio hosts, and to be doing it for so long. Man, it's bittersweet, bro. I feel like it's bittersweet for everyone. And Mike and Mike, you at least know that name, even if you didn't really listen to it. But if you're a sports fan, if you tune into ESPN, you know Mike and Mike. It it honestly, it, again, another one of those bittersweet um, losses, if you will, to the sports community. But I just want to wish Mike Golick a happy retirement. 
is 22 years a very long time to be committed to something and i feel like this is a well-deserved thank you to him uh, and this is a well-deserved retirement for him so while it is bittersweet it's a great send-off and to be in this realm for over 30 years because uh, including his playing time that's a long time man and i think this is a well-deserved retirement and for me, when you talk about uh, Mike Golick, and sure, we could talk about why this is happening, what's going on, and some of that stuff like that. But really, to me, that's that would do disservice to commemorating Mike Golick for everything he's done for really ESPN. I mean, he's one of those people, like a Stuart Scott, God rest his soul, that um, he really stepped, that uh, really, when you think of ESPN, you think of Mike Golick. So uh, I'm sorry to hear, I'm, I'm sad to hear that he is departing from ESPN radio, but at least he'll be still able to do what he like, loves, you know, talking about football and such by still being that analyst. And I wish him, uh, I wish him nothing but the best for the uh, the next chapter in, in, in his wonderful career. Yes, sir. Couldn't agree more. And, uh, and speaking of uh, stuff that's been going on recently, we got to talk about Miami Marlins and just the outright, outright shithole that the uh, that the MLB is in. But before we do that, let us take a small break. Nigga, no pit. 
Smoke a purple nigga, I like fucking Marshall's wall. Ain't a foreign else a day, I would just walk and wall. Love my baby mama, now my bitch and Barbie wall. All red diggy suit on right now, slots and wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Herka, Herka Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, Herka, Herka Lee. Okay, Miami Marlins. So, as everyone knows, they have not done anything since uh, we last were on the show back on Sunday. Uh, the Miami Marlins uh, have been postponing their their games against the uh, Baltimore Orioles. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies have been also sus- suspending some of their games as well, predominantly against the New York Yankees. So, let's... Let's start at the beginning. So this comes off of a, a report around Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, I believe, where more than a dozen Marlins players and staff members tested positive for COVID-19. Then over the course of the week, that figure grew to four more positive cases for the Miami Marlins, bringing that total up to about 17. And uh, Derek Jeter commented on the situation on Tuesday regarding what was happening during over the course of those couple of days with the Twitter post, uh, the health of our players and has that has been and will continue to be our primary focus. We navigate through these uncharted waters after a successful spring 2.0. We have now experienced challenges once we went on the road and left Miami. 
Postponing tonight's home opener was the correct decision to ensure we take a collective pause and try to properly grasp the totality of this situation. And uh, before I continue any further, Leo, you know, I was worried because this is one sport that's not like the NBA, not like the NHL, not like the WNBA, not like the NFL right now, that's not doing this bubble environment. Now, of course, I've been on the record saying this will work more, more successfully than those other leagues because of the socially distanced thing, uh, if they do it in a bubble environment. Now, now that we're kind of seeing this, Leo, I mean, what are you thinking about right now? I mean, this definitely can't be good for the sport. Not at all. Yeah, that's uh, where my concern is, man, is that um, <clears throat> with all this happening, my concern is how is the schedule going to continue as normal? How with, with this team delaying, this team delaying, to me, it feels almost like it was too early and that maybe the plan that was executed wasn't the best one. I read the Marlins story a little bit earlier this week, and I'm just like, that's a lot like there's there's more than 12 of them have been and that's not only just players but also staff members that have tested positive for it so honestly it's not a good look um i i think to me it's sounding like the health precautions that they took were not good enough and it sounds to me like they need to kind of back some things up and maybe do the bubble situation maybe even tighter than the nba because it sounds to me whatever they're doing not working out man <laughs> let's be real here uh with over a dozen people on one team one team this isn't we're not even talking about uh the yankees um we're not talking about the phillies we're just talking about the marlins and to have 12 people on one squad players and staff members getting it that rapidly ugh, not a good look which means that's some they could spread that to other teams other teams could then get it you know they they really need to assess their safety protocol. Let me take let me take it back and just go back to what you said. Fifteen Marlins players, uh, not Yankees players, not Phillies players. Uh, that's an interesting point because, listen, do we expect the Marlins to do anything this year? Hell no. They're they're a garbage baseball team. All right, they'll probably be last place. Uh, that's my expectation for the year. Leo, if we're talking about the Yankees getting this, 17 players, we're talking about the Phillies getting this, 17 players. I mean, you're talking about at least one star for the Yankees going down. You can go to, you know, Tanaka, you can go to Stanton, you can go to Judge, you you could take whoever you want from that team. And then Phillies, you have a great chance of either talking about a McCutcheon or Harper or somebody like that. So to me, the question is, the reason the MLB season's canceled, not canceled right now is because we're just talking about the Marlins. We're not talking about the Yankees or the Phillies. Exactly. You're not even talking about, like, you know, top-tier teams. We're talking about the bottom few here, and 12, 15 of their players have it. Like, ugh, what about the top-tier dog? like the top dogs? You mean to tell me the more exciting games might have to delay, too? That's when you have to assess... But uh, we have a we have somebody else who just entered. How are you guys oh. doing? 
Dez, what's going on, my man? Uh, what's going on? I'm good. I I was just chiming into the uh, the conversations about the uh, the bubble and what's going on with the Marlins. Uh, but my week so far, just quick, uh, just quick thing. Uh, it was good. Um, just a lot of just uh, messages back and forth uh, with uh, advocating for justice for Elijah McClain. Um, the biggest thing we have so far is uh, Elijah's walk home. Uh, this weekend, I went to. Uh, it's like down in Denver, but it was uh, protesting uh, ICE, basically, per se. So the community in Denver just came together. Uh, had a lot of salsa music, a lot of advocates out there speaking. Um, so it was just great. But uh, this week was definitely just a, a good week. And excited to see the uh, some baseball this week with our Colorado Rockies uh, being in first place in the NL West. But, I mean, it's pretty good, guys. It was a good week. How about you guys? Uh, well, for me, it's been, uh, uh, I've been relaxing, uh, doing a lot of uh, watching uh, anime, especially Black Clover right now, and uh, I'm also going to be talking about God of High School on the show uh, later on, but honestly, it's just been a very relaxing weekend for me, man. Uh, not doing too much, and because uh, I was, a- as you remember, uh, Desmond, I was, uh, yesterday I was doing the all-day uh, radio DJ on the X-Squad uh, online station 24-7. That is on the uh, main X-Squad affiliates app. Uh, download that on either the uh, Google Play Store or your iTunes Store as well if you're using a uh, Apple iPhone. But uh, my that's essentially been my weekend, man. Smooth, smooth. Um, <clears throat> and Lee, I'll get to you in a second, um, but just quick thing, my opinion about the... Uh, Marlins and the whole like that many players uh, in that organization being affected by COVID-19 positive testing um, to be honest with you I wasn't quite surprised with Miami because Miami is one of the hot spots in the coronavirus right now um, but at the same time um, there's two questions I have for them do they take their necessary precautions did the players actually you know follow the guidelines of wearing a mask even though behind closed doors they may have not you know so um the biggest thing is, too, uh, they're solving the problem, but at the same time, they're containing it. Um, so that's a good thing. But um, my second question is, I mean, and a lot of people say this, will this affect MLB? Um, it has affected two other organizations, as you both have spoken on earlier. Um, and my thing is, it's just that I feel like, you know, it's going to take a time. It's going to take time to take a precautions of this and uh, just, you know, being sanitary and following the protocols. Um, in and outside the building because um, that's going to leave your team to the best success possible, especially during this pandemic. Um, so, uh, like I said, I really wasn't quite surprised that Miami Marlins were really the hot spot uh, of getting uh, positive testing, but at the same time, Miami is one of the hot spots right now with the coronavirus. Um, so, they did good all, you know, mini camp. Now, it, it, this happened. My, my thing is, just take the right precautions and just learn from it. Oh, uh, uh <laughs> Leo, Leo? What, Leo, Leo, my bad. Oh, I didn't know it was uh, being passed <laughs> to me, but <laughs> my bad, man. I I didn't want to mess up the train, man. So I was like, let me just get my two cents in about the topic that you guys were talking about. But uh, how was your weekend, man? How, how are you doing? Man, I heard smooth, and I thought of some Dove chocolate right quick when you were like smooth, smooth. I was like, hey, yeah, <laughs> bro. Um, my weekend was great though. I was telling Jordan <laughs> earlier. I had a big project, a, a big interview last Saturday that I've been working on this weekend uh, with the company Saturday AM, which is essentially like a Shonen Jump 
but for more diverse manga and diverse artists from around the world. And I got to interview the founder and some of the key artists and creators of that. <clears throat> so it's been a pleasure. And honestly, Friday, I just watched the entire second season of Umbrella Academy. Like, I was just like, I, I don't think I could stop watching. <laughs> I, I got to like episode four by the morning and I was like, all right, I, I got to finish this up by the time work, work ends. <laughs> so I finished all 10 episodes, all about 40 to 50 minutes a piece, all 10 in one day. I was that, that psyched about that series, but it's been a good weekend, man. It's been good. That's good, man. That's good. I'm definitely, like I said, later on the show, we'll definitely uh, talk about Umbrella Academy and uh, other shows as well. Um, And I definitely haven't even started it yet. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see. No spoilers, guys, but I definitely want to see how it turns out. And um, it's been trending. So, I mean, anything on Netflix that's new and that's been popping has definitely been trending. But um, I'm definitely down to see what's happening. And I'm glad you had a nice weekend, man. the biggest word I can say is smooth for the weekend. So in this week, so it's been smooth for sure. Um, but as Jordan and Leo, as you guys were talking about with the Marlin, the effect of the COVID-19 positive test, is there anything else you guys want to add uh, to this topic? Well, and we were going to talk about some of the uh, other points that happened uh, right after Derek Jeter made that Twitter post on Tuesday. We're, we're just going to go into the Dr. Fauci comments. However, understanding that you were going to be the the host of the show i figure we you could start us off on that does okay for sure for sure definitely um so as we uh, reiterated with dr fauci uh jordan dr fauci uh also reflected on the outbreak uh advising the mlb season does not need to be canceled at this point um this could be put in danger but he says i do not believe they need to stop but we just need to follow this and see what happens with our other teams on a day-to-day basis. Um, So that's Dr. Fauci's comments. Um, And in the Major League Baseball, the players, the owners, the managers have put a lot of effort into getting together and putting protocols that will, uh, we will feel that will work. Um, It is very unfortunate what happened with my Miami Marlins. Um, So that's Dr. Fauci's uh, comments um, with the reflection of the outbreak with the MLB season so far. Um, my quick point, guys, he's right. He's dead smack right. What I, what I just said, literally, you know, it's sad what happened, but, you know, we got to take the necessary precautions and do a little better. We can learn from this. Um, you know, if that means sanitizing the building once a day after everybody leaves, let's do it twice a day now. But as if everybody follows this protocol and all teams, owners, players, GMs follow this protocol in and outside the building, this will lead to successful rate of, uh, you know, at least a least number because i mean you'll have numbers pop in and out you maybe one or two but if you can minimize it minimize it it will be easier um i guess to contain uh jordan what is your uh reaction to dr fauci's comments and anything you want to talk about with that i mean as you put it does uh, it this mlb season is in danger i mean there are, i've heard some breaking news as recently as yesterday that Manfred essentially told the MLB Players Union that if we don't get this under control, the MLB season can't be canceled. So I look at that, I see not what, what's just going on with the Marlins, but a- as we'll talk about later, some of the teams that might be infected, I'm I'm just worried that I don't know how how far this is going to spread. And then with that, what are the other ramifications? Are our cities going to be infected now? Are we going to see mm-hmm. resurgence, a new resurgence in some states? 
I, I mean, that's the biggest concern to me. Not mind you, the MLB season being canceled, but what else is going to take place because of this? True. That's definitely true. And like you said, Jordan, uh, you know, not just MLB, but, you know, you got players going home to families and stuff like that. You know, they don't really get to go home, but I mean, there's protocols per se where they, you know, that equipment room too. I mean, does it sanitize? Like, I know the NFL is doing precautions on that too. Uh, but like you said, Jordan, the biggest thing is we don't want another outbreak. We already had number outbreak number 2.0. Um, we don't want number 2.5. So uh, you're right on that, Jordan. Leo, what is your comments? What is your thoughts on this, my friend? Um, I mean, look, people are refusing to play the Marlins. <clears throat> uh i want to say who was it that came forward the, the cardinals uh postponed some stuff i know milwaukee have postponed their series openers i mean let's be real here man like we got they got to get that under control like i i think i think the way the nba is doing it with the bubble situation is the best way you're going to be able to do it but i mean I just think I just think that they haven't really taken enough necessary precautions to get there. Yeah, the necessary precautions, and um, like I said, I like what you said, Leo. You got to take the necessary precautions, and teams are starting to decline them uh, to not play them, you know, due to that reason. So definitely, just gotta, you know, like I said, Leo and Jordan, we both agree on they got to take the necessary precautions, you know. And uh, if I was Miami Miami Marlins, I would definitely take the safety precautions. Not saying there aren't, but. I mean, now you gotta be realistic. I mean, teams don't want to play you, and and um, like you said, uh, Leo, the only thing the way this is gonna work, I say, is a bubble. Um, they gotta find a state that has an, enough ballparks to have what, at least four games a day with all these teams. I mean, how the NBA is doing, I think that's a great way to do it, uh, contain it, and I understand that everybody wants to see their families and stuff like that, but um, they have a chance to opt out too. So, um, like I know David Price has opted out of his contract and. Uh, we'll get to his comments soon, but I mean, give the players a little bit of more wiggle room and freedom, you know, not just, hey, we got to travel here and there. It's good to travel to different ballparks, but like you said, Leo and Jordan, you got to contain it. Don't cause another outbreak and just do the NBA bubble. That's my suggestion um, with this. Um, so is there anything else you guys want to add before we go to another thing of the MLB? Well, I mean, and we're going to talk about what how David Price has been reflecting on this of Rob Manfred and... I mean, there's also more outcome to the story, as we alluded to earlier. But before we get into what David Price is about to say, uh, let's take another quick small break. Rockstar lifestyle might not give up. Wake up every day next to different pictures. I'm still thinking about my times I was with you. Used to see me broke, now you looking at me lit up. Rockstar lifestyle might not give up. Waking up next to different bitches. Nine times out of ten, I probably won't miss up. Niggas want the juice, so they moving like up. Eliante got me iced out. Yeah, yeah, I ain't nothing like a rapper. I'm an artist, honey, for a show is light now. Like, like, and I need my money right now. Swear to God, yeah. Fuck a 40 with a knife, I'm crazy. He was printing that blood on the pavement. I was never that boy, you should play with. That's word of my dog, I'm a stay with. So I'm living a good life, no complaining. I'
backyard like a slave ship. Blue pill, feel like I was in the matrix. Shit is too real, it can help me to fake it. Rockstar lifestyle, might not give up. Wake up every day, next to living bitches. I'm still thinking about the times I was with you. Used to see me broke, now you looking at me lit up. Rockstar lifestyle, might not give up. Okay, Des, uh, pl- uh, go- let's go ahead and continue on with the story. Oh, definitely. So I was going to go right into David's Price uh, comments where David Price says uh, he opted out of the 2020 season, took to Twitter to comment on the out- out- outbreak as well. He says, now we really get to see if the MLB is going to put players health first. And he said this, uh, remember, we-, we all know this. Remember when Manfred said players' health was paramount? Part of the reason... I'm at home right now is because players' health wasn't being out first. I can see that hasn't changed. Um, And then Rob Manford took to MLB Network on Monday to discuss the outbreak. He says, Obviously, we don't want any player to get exposed. It is not a positive thing. But I don't see it as a nightmare. We we think we can keep people safe and continue to play. Uh, Manford further uh, elaborated saying, stating that we would be a number of factors that would influence the daily delay of the cancellation of the MLB season. Um, a team losing a number of players that 
rendered it completely non-competitive would be an issue that would uh, have to be addressed to think about making a change. Uh, either that this, that was the circumstances down of part of the season, or shutting down the part of the season, excuse me, uh, or the whole season, that depends on the circumstances. Um, the same thing respect to league-wide. We get to a certain point league-wide where it was, where it does become a health threat, and we certainly would shut down at that point. So uh, that was with David Price's tweet, and then I read uh, basically what uh, uh, the Manford's uh, comments were um, on Monday, elaborating on MLB Network about this. Um, Leo, we'll start with you. What is your comments, concerns? What do you think about those two comments? And uh, two, are they right or wrong? I am so sorry. You like cut out my <laughs> my headphones. Um, what 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 did you say? I'm so sorry. Like I was like listening, and then uh, I heard go to Leo. <laughs> I, it was a lot to read. My bad, man. I was like, <laughs> but uh, so two two questions. So from David Price's comments, where he was saying basically, uh, in a, in a nutshell, I'll just summarize. Um, brief. He's just saying, hey, this is the reason why I am not playing this year. He's like, I opted out because. I want to make sure that they have players first. That's that they ha- they really haven't stated that first. And then uh, with uh, Mainford's comments, he's basically saying um, it's not a nightmare um, yet, but at the same time, um, it's not going to hurt if we have to cut the season down even more or you know cut down the season even further. But um, league-wide, we definitely have to make sure that this does not become a health threat to the whole league. Basically, that was Mayfair's comments in a nutshell, and then David's price, where he was basically saying the players' health has to come first, um, and that's the reason why he opted out. He was like, "I never heard players first, uh, health first, uh, come out of the uh, negotiations when they were having those talks uh, before the season started." So, uh, what's your reaction? What's your uh, are they right? That's what I'm kind of saying. Are they right? What do you what do you feel, Leo? I think David Price is right. I think that the priority should be players and the staff's health. I mean, the health, it should be the number one priority here for your players and for the staff, because you don't have fans in stand at this point. You don't have to worry about them, but you have to be worried and concerned about your players and and the staff. And I can't blame David Price for walking away. Uh, It's not even just at this point, it's not even just the players and the staff. It's also the players and the staff's families. What if somebody has a family member who's pregnant or somebody who suddenly becomes less susceptible to this to the virus? All of a sudden, you've created thousands and or hundreds of problems based on one baseball game. To me, there should be a lot of discussion about how to be safe and how to carry this on in a way that's going to be safe besides just ditching the fans. The NBA... I saw the game, the the um, the Heat Nuggets game, and they're taking the necessary precautions. Uh, the MLB feels it seems like they're a little bit too loose with it to me. Seems like they're like, oh, we'll just let the fans not come, and and we'll just resume, we'll resume play the way it should be done. And it's like, no, you have to really pivot and adjust. And I feel like that's just not happening here. So I'm definitely like Team Price, like. We gotta we gotta care about the the players' health and the the staff because I mean let's be real here, you've got a guy running up a, a water bottle to another dude to a to a, a team player a staff member running up a water bottle to a team player if that staff member has corona the player is very likely to get corona as well so you have to take care of your people first 
they are the heart of your organization. It's this money crap can come later. It's all about the players. Well, and and, and Leo, this is why I referred to Adam Silver as the best league commissioner right now that we have. I mean, to be honest, Adam Silver has been thinking about the players, has been thinking about the best way to resume the NBA season in a safe and healthy way. And that's why the NBA is not in danger of it canceling the season, or I should say is the least likely to cancel their seasons with the MLB. What they need to start thinking about is they have to start modeling the NBA. They have to start modeling the NHL where you need that bubble environment. This is how it's going to work. Now, what? Now, if that means we need to maybe put the season on hold, delay it for about a couple of weeks, I mean, we've gone through about four months without baseball, so what's another two weeks? Then maybe that's, it, that's what I believe is going to need to happen in order for the res- season to resume and not cancel all of a sudden. Yeah, definitely we have to and <clears throat> like you said, Jordan Leo, this is uh we have, they had to take the necessary precautions and um, like we were saying on the show today, um we just gotta be uh, you know, together on this, no shortcuts and definitely just do the right precautions. Um so anything else that you guys wanna add to this real quick before I go to the next topic with uh, MLB? I just want to say that any sports organization, NFL, MLB, NHL, NBA, they all need to be taking, they need to focus on the players' health first. The pay is later. Focus on the health and the safety of the players. Health is definitely I mean, important, man. Go ahead, Jordan. I mean, I mean, if you don't take care of your players, that is the reason why the the leagues are as popular as they are, the reasons why they get so much money. The reasons why other companies are getting so much money too by the way with endorsements revenues and whatnot if i'm the leagues and really just corporate america in general i'm taking a look at what's going on with the way mlb is handling things and i'm like what are you guys doing that question needs to start that question has to be asked starting now should have been asked uh, maybe even even before now yeah um and definitely has to um start now and pedal to the metal on this and mlb needs to get their heads together and the president and and, and with all the owners and say hey we see what's what's going on right now let's you know let's do a bubble like the nba is doing not saying that the copycat but find a way to have you have actually what they have less no they have a good number amount of teams they could have about like i said four to five games um find a, a state an area where it's definitely like bubbled in um you know and how the nba is doing it the mlb can do the same um with uh mlb news um as well um the we were talking about the comments um as well with with rob manford about on mlb network um so with all that right you got you know the yankees which i know we don't know what we talked on this show uh the yankees also postponed another game on tuesday um, and the Yankees returning to New York to practice slash scrimmage until their next game. Um, and then the Miami, Miami Marlins, go ahead, Jordan. Oh, and uh, before you continue on, I just want to make a clarifying point that uh, 
After they returned home, they did resume a series with Baltimore and resumed a series with Boston over the weekend. So their season is not in danger or anything like that. Just wanted to make that clarifying point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not done. I was just stating the point of, you know, with all with the Marlins and Yankees and Phillies and other teams affected. I mean, the Yankees are back. They're not postponed. Um, but the main teams right now are the Miami Marlins. Um, I know there's some Phillies players that have tested positive as well. Um, so definitely this MLB needs to take the precautions on that. Uh, with with just teams around the league, period. But you're right, Jordan. Definitely. Thank you for that clarification. Um, so the Yankees, like I said, have postponed uh, another game on Tuesday. They'll have the returning scrimmage. Um, then the Marlins will not play any games until after Sunday. And the Philadelphia Phillies had two staffers test positive for COVID-19, but not for the rest of the team. Um, this includes one coach and one clubhouse staffer. The Phillies, as a result, have postponed the club's week. Uh, the club's week of games and are not scheduled to play another game until August 4th, 2020. Uh, their next game would be in Miami <laughs> against the Marlins. So, uh, yeah, I can say this is a COVID-19 baseball game. Uh, LOL, but uh, Jordan, we'll go to you first. What do you think about this, my friend? I mean, I- I'm sorry I had to laugh, but this feels like a, free- a fucking joke to me. Are you kidding? You're going to yeah. actually make the Phillies resume against the marlins you know don't even let's not even forget the fact they just had 17 players test positive let's well let's get that all together but then you want them to go to miami in florida in one of the states that have the covid 19 virus resurgence (laughs) Uh, it's like they don't even care (laughs) it's like they don't even care man I, I exactly it, it seems like they don't want to care and 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 uh it's really sad man it's it's really sad of of this uh leo what do you think my friend jordan if you have anything else to elaborate i don't want to skip leo my bad oh no i uh, i I've, <laughs> I've said everything i've had to say about it uh leo uh, go ahead and jump in man <laughs> sloppy it's getting sloppy because think about it people are delaying their openings people are not playing till Sunday or I'm not going to play till Tuesday. This is getting sloppy, guys. Oh, it gets even worse. It gets even worse, guys. (laughs) Uh, Oh, no. Like I said, uh, to all our fans right now, we're talking about the MLB a lot. We are almost done with this topic for sure. We we love MLB. We love sports. This is keeping 100. So we definitely keep everything 100 here. Um, Yeah, so so, uh, before you go, yes, you are absolutely right. It's not like we don't want the MLB season to resume. I, I've actually enjoyed being able to see all the baseball games that I can. It's like, you know, giving candy to a sugar-addicted child, if you will. But uh, this season is in trouble. And we're starting to see some of these cracks. You put a few more cracks, that thing is going to fall apart. That's all we're wanting to make sure. This is all that we're wanting to make everybody aware of. We're seeing the cracks. And if we have more cracks, this whole thing falls apart. Exactly. Exactly. You're right on that, you know, and we just, we just, we're just, you know, informing. So definitely, like you said, Jordan Leo, uh, we see the small cracks and we don't want to get to big cracks where uh, it just messes up everything. Um, so we definitely enjoy, I definitely enjoy watching some baseball. It's weird not having fans, but having the crowd noise and hearing that and, yeah, seeing players laser focus that's definitely exciting to see 
Um, on Friday, the St. Louis Cardinals and the Milwaukee Brewers have postponed their series due to multiple positive tests from the Cardinals. As far as as of so far, two players from the Cardinals tested positive. If the rest of the players' tests are negative, then the rest of the series can resume on time. Um, because of the developing situation for the Miami Marlins and the COVID-19 and the postponed for two Yankees versus Philly games, uh, the governor, Andrew Cuomo of New York, is inviting... Hey, Des? To- yes. I just want to make another clarifying point. Uh, I should have included this in the notes as well. Not only was the Brewers delayed, but there's also a postponement with the Tigers series that the Cardinals were supposed to be involved in because more Cardinals players have tested positive for the virus. So that is another developing situation that we have. Like I said, it's just in a nutshell, this is just a lot of just, um, like you said, they just got to take necessary precautions. Um, I mean, is there anything you guys want to add? Kind of, I mean, I, I, I can go on and on and more uh, with what's going on with the MLB, but um, it seems like there's, like you said, Leo and Jordan, there's there's a lot more multiple cracks. We're seeing a pattern here. Um, I think they should just call this a, just a done season. Um, anything you guys want to add real quick, uh, Jordan or Leo? Leo I agree with you. Just call it done, man. Just call it done. At this point, everybody's delaying their openers or, oh, we can resume if nobody else tests positive. Good luck think out of that entire staff the entire staff nobody's gonna test positive again good luck All right uh jordan jordan i know there's some other topics we want to talk about too on mlb uh do you want to just do a brief overview on them real quick i mean when i look at when i look at just the mlb in general i mean let me just wrap up what uh, cuomo was saying about uh, what was going on with the uh, developing situation with the covid he essentially was talking first about the bubble method and having everybody come to new york staying in a quarantine hotels for about 14 days before the mlb season resumes i wouldn't mind that it would be difficult you would have to definitely delay the season at least for a month if you're thinking about that just from a logistics and financial and also just making sure that new york isn't exposed again in that way if that makes sense so you'll definitely have to delay it for a month and so when i look at that it's better than just canceling the season altogether and the only other quick thing that i wanted to point out i mean the nationals are also concerned about this too because they were supposed to play the marlins uh, last earlier this week so that's another team that we'll be watching uh and the only other thing uh joe kelly uh for the los angeles dodgers on tuesday night uh threw at both the alex bregman and carlos correa of the nationals i'm sorry astros my my fault of the astros and this alludes to back in 2017 world series houston astros cheated everybody's aware of this so retaliation joe kelly was uh, suspended for about eight games for that incident and so in, in my opinion okay we we make now i don't want people throwing at anybody's heads okay that's 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 out of line that's where that's where you cross the line but you're punishing joe kelly because he he felt like players getting immunity to cheating in the World Series is wrong. Uh, that's that's a very hypocritical opinion of the MLB, and I would love to delve more into that, but I know we've got uh, other news as well. 
And so for me, uh, in short, MLB, if you don't contain this virus, then your season is in trouble. In fact, it's already in trouble. Yeah, yeah I was going to say it's it's in trouble now. Mm-hmm. It's going to mess up a lot of good teams right now playing hot right now. Um, momentum, too, if this does not get contained. Um, so they definitely think this through, you know, and definitely get a solution as soon as possible. But like you said, Jordan and Leo, they need to contain it and uh, get their heads out of uh, out, out of the mud and definitely think what's going on and, and think about the players first. We understand that you guys want to show MLB and no one's saying, well, don't show it, but contain it first, you know, at least do the bubble. Think about this through the NBA. They took a great amount of time thinking about players first before they came to an agreement with the Players Association. And now look what they have 22 teams there right now. Plus, you got the other teams there that are like on the bubble uh, slash fighting for eighth and ninth final spots in the uh, playoffs. So, I mean, they did the containment and they're doing well. And um, I haven't had any heard any positive NBA cases lately, um, except I think Lou Williams. But that was it. And that was about a week ago. And he's already been in quarantine now. He has eight days left. So he plays um, with his Clipper teammates. So, I mean, like you said, Jordan Leo, containment is the biggest thing. And thinking about player health is number one, too my agenda too so we talked about the mlb um now we're going on to the ba um jordan i know you're a knicks fan so this is some good news for you um but uh, uh, hold on hold on let's before we get into the Knicks, <laughs> before we get into this clown show why don't we take a small break so i can compose myself Like you really down with me cause being loyal starts within 
I seen that money over power that love and turn it thin. But it ain't stop me, I just kept going up, took it on the chin. I wish every time they said I would fold, I make an M. Fuck around, be rich as Jeff Bezos, say it again. Never lose, I go overtime on them, stay in that gym, let's get it. Cause they ain't never seen me fall on the pressure. They ain't never ever seen me fall, nah, never. Always keep on up on them cause I'm too clever. I will never ever sell my soul, nah, never. Cause I've been on the road, they on the road, I quit acting like you've been with me this whole time. Cause I've been on the road, they on the road, I quit acting like you've been with me this whole time. I'm tired of being tired. This my last shot, you can't be mad, at least I tried. We supposed to be grown, but yet you still acting childish. I can get on the jet alone. I don't need no extra baggage. This shit turned into a savage. I got baggage in my neck. Cause driving fast and I won't crash. And I'm supposed to be sober, but some kind of way. I just keep getting loaded. It's gonna take more than some pressure to fall me. Tried as hard as I can, but at this point it's out of my hands. I ain't running out of these bands for nothing or no one. She say I'm a dog, but it takes one or no one. Been going hard, been by myself. I don't need no love. Cause I ain't never seen me Fall on the pressure They ain't never ever seen me fall Nah, never Always keep on up on them Cause I'm too clever I will never ever sell my soul Nah, never Cause I've been on the road And on the road I quit acting like you've been with me This whole time Cause I've been on the road And on the road I quit acting like you've been with me This whole All right, what kind of what kind of story do we have on the Knicks here, Des? Uh, for the NBA, let's start with that. On Thursday, the NBA returns to the regular season play, starting with the seeding games. So, for anybody that doesn't know about the NBA, quick thing: there is eight seeding games that will determine the seeding of uh, each team that's, I guess, in the playoffs. They already have their seeding, but basically, they're already locked in. But these are all the other teams as well. Um, so, I mean, the Lakers have played, the Clippers have played, the Nuggets have played so far, the Heat. Basically, every team has played at least once so far, if not only twice um, so far in this NBA restart. There's eight games total, um, and then the playoffs start after that, guys. Um, but the Knicks on Thursday, um, basically the same day of the restart, the New York Knicks have hired former head coach Tom Thibodeau uh, to become their next head coach. Um, New York was 21-45 and 45 this season, missing the opportunity to finish out the rest of their season in Orlando. Uh, Tom Thibodeau, Thank uh, God. he's the 11th. He is <laughs> 11th in career-winning percentage for coaches with 500 or more games. He is currently 352 and 246 uh, losses. That's his uh, winning loss percentage. As basically rounding out to almost 58.9. If you round it out, that's close to 60%. Uh, winning percentage as a head coach for eight years with the Chicago Bulls and the Minnesota Timberwolves. So my quick thing, and then uh, Leo will go to you first because we talked to Jordan from the last topic with MLB. And then Jordan, I really want to hear what you think, man, because um, uh, he's definitely New York. I'm gonna let Jordan go first on this one because this is Knicks. But for your Knicks, hey, I say this is a great hiring for the Knicks. The only question, and I hate questioning things, my friends, but the only question I have is. Tom Thibodeau, he usually coaches teams that already have veteran seasoning players on the team. Um, I mean, Minnesota was young, but they had Andrew Wiggins. Um, they had Carly Towns. I mean, they had some great veterans on the bench as well. 
Um, on the Knicks, I mean, there's a couple players, but they're going to have to do some uh, adjusting on that roster to uh, definitely get some free big name big name free agents to start. But what is Tom Thibodeau going to do? Because he likes veteran season teams. That's his most success. So, uh, Jordan, what do you think for your Knicks, my friend? I mean, you can have this team as with a head coach for Tom Thibodeau. You can have your executive front office being head by a six, I'm sorry, 10-time champion in Phil Jackson. You can have a coach like a Jeff Van Gundy. You can have a head coach like an Isaiah Thomas. You can even have Daryl Woodson, who gets you to at least a somewhat respectable Knicks season back uh, last year before I went to college. Guys, I don't care who they have there. This team is a, this franchise is a fucking joke. It's always been a fucking joke since Dolan took over the took over the team. Is, is Tim Th- Top Thibodeau a good coach? Yes. Does he have well defensively coached teams? Absolutely. I am not questioning Tim Tom Thibodeau's credentials, not in the slightest. I'm just questioning that whole fucking front office, that that toxicity, that stink in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> I mean, what's it gonna what's it gonna take for everybody not to go to the fucking garden i mean everyone goes to the garden for a sell up there whether the knicks are actually a decent team or if they're the bottom of the gutter doesn't doesn't freaking matter okay we have an actual competitive team about you know maybe two boroughs over in brooklyn that actually puts together a well-respected product so to me i don't really care what the knicks do they they're just going to be the same old Knicks that I've known for the past 20 years. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Jordan went in on that one. Uh, I know, man. He dropped the mic on that one. He dropped the mic. Leo, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I guess I got to follow up what Jordan said in that they just fit together, man. 2145, that's sloppy, bro. <laughs> they, they've been sloppy the last couple of seasons, so... Time I've for been a rebuild. Like the last couple seasons. Yeah, I'm trying to be nice, man. Don't be nice nuggets, with this bro. clown franchise. Don't be, don't be nice. I, I've always been a Nuggets fan, anyway. So you can make fun of the Knicks as much as you want. Don't. I mean, yeah, uh, Knicks have been bad for a little while, and I think anybody deserves just a little bit of patching up. It's them. So why not? Hey, I, I, my honest opinion, I, I get what you're saying, both. I mean, they really do stink, but at the same exact time. Uh, you look at the Sixers, they sucked until they got Joel Embiid and, and, and Ben Simmons and a little bit, uh, Joe Harris, which was a veteran, a proven veteran in the league. And, um, okay, wait, wait just a minute. <laughs> wait just a minute. Uh-oh. The Sixers, hold on, hold on. Okay, let's talk about the Knicks. Hold on. Uh, you know what? To really illustrate my point and how sick and tired I am with this fucking basketball team, let me just bring up some of the uh, the season records over the past <laughs> 20 years. All right? This is 20 years. Now, right. the reason why I bring up 20 years is if we go back to the records for the Knicks, let me just bring that up. The last time that they were in the finals was 1998 to the 1999 season. So, same year as the uh, Broncos won their second Super Bowls. Uh, that doesn't really, that's not really relevant. That's just to make myself feel better. 
so let's go back to ne- next year. Now they go to the conference finals. The uh, next year they go to the first round. So okay, first two years playoff appearances, great. Here we go. 2001 to 2002, 30 and 52. 2002 to 2003, 37 45. 2003, 2004, hey, they get to the first round and get swept by the Nets. The New Jersey Nets, okay? It's bad enough for me to say Brooklyn Nets, but New Jersey? You actually have to make me talk about a team that originally is from New Jersey? Uh, that just makes me sick altogether. So 2004, 2005, 33 and 49. And uh, 2005, 2006, 23 and 59. This was coached by head coach Larry Brown, by the way. Just wanted to throw that out there. 2006, 2007, 33, 49. 2007, 2008, 23, 59. 2008, 2009, 32 and 50. Head coached by Mike D'Antoni. 2009, 2010, 29, 53. Head coach Mike D'Antoni. Now you get to the playoffs for a couple of years. You get swept by Boston in the first round in 2010-11. Nice. You lose to the Miami Heat, 2011-2012, uh, 4-1. Uh, Next year, you get to the conference semifinals. Uh, you lose to the Pacers, 4-2. And uh, what else do we have to talk about? And the rest is just miserable. You go 37-45 the next year, 17-65 the next year, 32-50 the next year, 31-51 the next year, 29-53 the next year, 17-65 the next year. So, in conclusion, when we talk about the Phillies, the Raptors, yeah, you could throw those teams out there, but they actually have had relevance from this past decade. What have the Knicks done? What have the Knicks done? This is why I get angry when people say, oh, are the Knicks coming back? No, we are not coming back until we as a fan base decide enough is enough and we don't go to the games. Otherwise, nothing is going to change about it, about with this fucking team. Yeah, y'all should have stopped going to games back in 2010 when Mello hit the court. Mellow can help y'all. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, Even Phil uh, Jackson owned the team till what? Seventeen. Uh, Phil Jackson was the. Let me get up his uh, general manager. I mean, you're talking about a just going back to Phil Jackson, ten-time head coach. Now I know general manager and head coach are two totally different things, but you think with they uh, criteria? I know. But still, you would think, hey, something would happen. So he took over for the New York Knicks as the president of the Knicks from 2014 through June 28, 2017. Let me repeat that. 2014 to 2017, what were the Knicks season records during that time frame? Okay, going back to, let's just do 2014-15 to be nice. 17, 16, 32-50. 2006-2017, 31-51. So, you know, nothing new for the Knicks. Nothing new. Yeah, Jordan, you're going in on your Knicks, my friend. <laughs> sake of how mediocre they are, I, I don't blame them. And you know, here's them. the thing about people in New York, man. For some reason, 
y'all seem to think every season, and you're you're the rare one, but y'all seem to think every season somehow the Knicks is about to step it up. It's like at this point, I just be <laughs> I would have been a Bulls fan, dog. Like, forget it. Shoot, probably go to Brooklyn by now, shoot, because they got two superstars, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. It, it, it. I implore all New York Knicks fans who love the Knicks, who want them to be respectable again, just be Nets fans for a little bit. Save yourself the pain, save yourself the stress, <laughs> save yourself the, the heartaches, the anginas, whatever you want to call it. Just save yourself the pain. Just do a, just take like a, you know, a college trip out to Brooklyn, if you will, be, be with the team for about four years, then come back to the Knicks once they've actually earned your respect. That's all I ask. Yeah. You know, and, and our respect for the Knicks. So hopefully, I mean, this season, we're going on to next season, not this season, but next season for the Knicks. Um, I say, I think the season starts for them during free agency. Uh, to be honest with you, in the draft. Uh, LaMelo Ball may be the top pick, and, uh, you know, that might be what New York needs. They need a true point guard. They have they need a lot of freaking needs. Um, they need some veterans to season that young core together, but I, I, I'm going to be hopeful for the Knicks, not saying they'll, 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 they'll do a lot better than what they have done in the past. I think they'll be a surprise team next year, probably make at least an eighth seed, because remember Brooklyn, when Brooklyn started out, Brooklyn was horrible too, and then they got that eighth seed, and ever since they made their first playoff appearance, Brooklyn has always at least made the playoffs or at least made it into the first round with their team. But they had veterans. So we'll see how that all plan, uh, pans out. Uh, any final thoughts before we go to the Nuggets topic with Michael Porter? Let, um, if I was a Nets fan, I would at least feel confident with KD and Kyrie Irving. Oh, yeah, definitely for the future. I mean, they're not playing this season. Um, and I think the Nets are uh, in the playoff discussion, if I'm not mistaken, right now. They're in the playoffs. Um, right now so um the nets are doing well even without their two superstars without with their two superstars coming up next year uh being healthy and 110 and if there's an nba season um we'll see how that unfolds uh leo for sure i'm definitely excited to see the nets uh play uh jordan what do you think uh any final thoughts before we go to michael porter well we talked about the the pain of the next let me go let me uh come back and grab a bottle of cognac before we go go on can't do it with the Knicks. Can't do it. <laughs> this, Dang, this... you hate your Knicks that much, dog. I, I mean, know. look, I, I... there was a big hole in the Nuggets era, dog. Like, don't get me really? wrong. We ain't perfect, oh, but damn, you no, crashing hold, your hold on. Hold on. I know where the Nuggets are. I'm, I'm, my, my number one team's the Nuggets. I remember the Brian Shaw years, you know, right after George Carl. I remember that. Team was god-awful during that time frame. But with Michael Malone, we're coming back. It's not like we've it's not like the Knicks where it's just oh look you get a sprinkle of maybe a first round trip here you go here take that sprinkle oh and enjoy 10 more losing years that's what the Knicks are that's what they've always been so let's not don't don't give me a competent Nuggets organization don't compare them to this this Knicks garbage that we're seeing don't don't do that to me Leo He's going in. I'm on not his comparing mix. at all, but I'm just like, dang, you going in, dog. <laughs> I, and I want to, I want to love the Knicks. They're my hometown team. I hate backing on them. I mean, I could do that to the Jets because it's funny. I don't like to do that to the Giants, but until you show me that you earn my respect, 
Because remember, I didn't get to see when the Knicks actually won their finals back in the 70s. I never had that opportunity to. That was well before my time. Uh, I'm sorry, well after my, but yeah, well before my time. There we go. So I really don't have any good memory of the Knicks at all. So why should I be loyal to them? Damn. Uh, <laughs> um, we'll, 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 we'll talk about this later, Jordan. <laughs> I, I, um, <laughs> you're going in, man. But um, we know our Nuggets played. Uh, yeah, what was it? The Nuggets played. They played um yesterday. No. Yeah. Yeah, they played yesterday. I'm sorry. Um, and they lost to the Heat, but uh, it was good to just see some NBA action, especially with the uh, pandemic going on. But um, Michael, Mal- uh, Michael Malone and Michael Porter definitely had to talk to uh, due to Michael Porter's recent comments before Saturday's game. Um, he did a uh, Snapchat uh, question and answer on Tuesday uh, of last week going on to this week. Uh, commenting on the coronavirus situation he says uh and quote it's being used for population control in just terms of being able to control the masses of people because of the virus the whole world is being controlled i mean you're required to wear a mask you know what will happen when this vaccine comes out you might have to have uh the vaccine in order to travel is definitely an agenda behind everything that's going on right now all you can do is sit back and watch what's going on don't get too emotional too emotionally involved but it's a serious thing it's a real thing but yes it's being overblown and then uh michael malone you know, the head coach for denver nuggets um the next day said um he reflected on the situation and on wednesday uh learned about the comments of that um, so he said, I know that Tim Conley and our front office have talked to Michael about his comments last night and this morning, long before I realized what was said. So it has been talked to him. So he has been talked to. He understands the situation, but we as an organiza- organization are not going to put a muzzle on anybody. If someone has a strong belief on something that they have on their platform, they have the freedom to use that. We'll just try to educate guys so they understand the impact of what they may be saying. It's not a distraction for me. Obviously, I'm not the th- I'm not the thought police, <laughs> and I'm not going to tell any of, of of our players that they can or cannot say. All I can say is that just be sensitive to the current situation in our country and or thought the world in regards to coronavirus. So. That was Michael Malone's comments after what uh, basically Michael Porter commented to. Uh, Leo, since we started with Jordan with the Knicks with the first topic, I'll go to you. What What do you think about this, my friend? Oof. Um, I think it's a little heavy to say that it's population control, but I mean, at this point, uh, and I don't want to get too political here, but <clears throat> with how the president has been handling it and... Um, how I guess you could say the country as a whole has been handling it. Um, it does bring up beg the question of why certain individuals aren't taking this more seriously. Um, I, I, again, I think population control might be reaching a little much and I don't want to fear monger. So I, I worry just a little bit about taking it that far because I think that that's without doing it on purpose. I think that's unintentional fear mongering a little bit because population control uh, like I, I feel like 
that looks a lot different. Um, but I mean, look, I think he has the right to question why it's not taken as seriously here as it is in other countries. But I think, I think population control is just a little bit of a heavy thing to say. I mean, I, I like him. I question why the um, precautions haven't been like taken too seriously, but I think it has a lot more to do. I, I think it has a lot more to do with than just like a blatant population control by the government. That's just my opinion. I mean, Michael, when I hear comments like this coming from, and remember guys, I believe the kid is just in his early 20s. He's just a baby. Oh, let me get uh, let me get his age real quick. But regardless, I mean, when we when I remember back a couple couple of months ago, you know, Jake Fromm was saying something about uh, when we we're talking about the Black Lives Matter movement. Not not the smartest comments from anybody in his ilk, mind you. But you have to remember these players are very young. I mean. Uh, Michael Porter is 22. He's just a young baby, you know, a little wet, a little wet behind the ears. So a part of it, I feel like, is just a naive youth coming into play. But then when I go, when I also reflect on Michael Malone's comments too, I mean, he's absolutely correct. You don't want to be the thought police or put a muzzle on anybody, but you definitely want to have a conversation with that young player. And when I think young players and Michael Malone as a head coach, I mean, he essentially built the team to what it is now. He's been involved in Nikola Jokic's development, uh, Michael Porter, Michael Porter's development to an extent, uh, Gary Harris to an extent. So when uh, when I hear about a situation like this, I think Michael Porter will be talked to. There will be a conversation at play. There won't be any thought controlling or nothing like that, mind you, but I think he will understand and we'll just move forward with the season. I don't think it's going to be a big deal above that, in my opinion. Yeah, not I agree. I, I definitely think that um, age does have a bit to do with it. And uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to affect too much, but I mean, come on. The guy has such a platform. It's like, try to use that to everyone's advantage because like I was saying earlier it feels a little feel fear-mongery to me I and I agree it's fear-mongering and it's not smart comments at all I, I'm not saying that they're valid have a point to it or anything but I also don't want to discredit the fact that he's young and still learning in the world so I don't want this to be put as a uh, I don't want him to have that fear-mongering mark if that makes sense Yes, uh, and don't want to have the fear of that, but at the same time, they did have a talking to him, and uh, everything is squared away, and, you know, like, you know, you just got to check people sometimes, you know, you just got to say, hey, man, you know, I get what you're saying, but the point may be a little bit harsh, definitely with the pandemic going on right now, which they did state, uh, so, um, like I said, he learns from it, and he's young, so, I mean, we, we were at that point where we were young, and we were talking about it, so, um, definitely with that, so now we're going to the NFL I'm just going to give a brief overview real quick, and then Jordan and Leo, we can just do like a quick, what's your thoughts on these ones, okay? Um, 
So with the Washington uh, football team, uh, as it's originally the new name now, and not the Washington Redskins, uh, Ron Rivera held a press conference that was limited to media that was covered the team daily. Uh, so basically addressed the changes coming to the football club. Um, so he's like, uh, as it's guys like you and other local reporters that could help us write all the bad articles down, but get all this past out of the way. But as we start going forward, write about what we were and what we're going now to help push us forward i get it there are some things that were totally excuse our lang- my language fucked up okay but let's stop telling everybody that everything's fucked up and start saying to everybody hey look they're trying to do look how they're trying to fix it washington recently has been in the news for the sexual allegations and the name controversy that's been surrounding the team um, and Rivera also acknowledges the uh, turmoil surrounding the team and is commit, uh, committed to turn around the culture. Um, he's also committed to uh, look at opportunity to help others and not dampening the spirit about this. Um, with that, so that's with the Washington Redskins. Uh, Jordan, what do you think about this? I mean, you're trying to control the media. I mean, I know that's not Rivera's intention, but I want to go back to that comment. Bennett's guys like you and other local reporters that could help us write all the bad articles now, get all the pass out of the way. But as we start going forward, write about where we are and where we're going. So maybe I'm, uh, I myself could be reading into this a little bit too much. That sounds to me like either you write about how we're doing this or you're going to be treated like those other reporters that can't cover the team and will be limited in the same way. That's how I'm reading that comment. And that I don't like. Right. Um, I don't like that comment at all. Um, I don't like that. It's kind of like just brushing the media off. You're saying, hey, if it's, not neg- if it's negative, I don't want to hear about it. It's all positive here. Which I kind of get that, but at the same time, you don't want to put that out there like that. Definitely at least rephrase it or actually go into detail what you're talking about, you know, uh, as a leader on that team uh, and a head coach. Uh, Leo, what do you think about it? Leo? Oh, um, I guess Leo's not with us. Um, But you're right, Jordan. Um, With that as well, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers head coach, um, but at the same time, we'll talk about this with the Steelers. Stefan Tuitt, if I'm pronouncing his name wrong, please forgive me. Uh, the defensive end for the Pittsburgh Steelers will not kneel for the national anthem. Um, <laughs> uh, Tuitt took to Twitter on Tuesday to elaborate on his position. He said, also, I'm not kneeling for the flag and screw everybody, anybody who has a problem with that. My grandmother was an immigrant from the Car- uh, Caribbean and the age Worked off her uh, worked off to become 20 people over the right way. She has no money and educate herself to be a nurse. She is living good now. Uh, and Mike Tomlin said this on Thursday with his comments of how important it is for players to remain social distance at the NFL season starts to resume. He says your message you message it thoughtful. You use catastrophic phrases and you guys know I like uh, catchphrases. Sorry. What are you talking about? Is is conduct turmoil? There is a term that has been used often in our business, and appropriately so, because in this COVID environment, you're you're not exercising 
discretion and being thoughtful about how you move that conduct is detrimental to the cause and to ours uh, collectively if if one fail all fail in this environment we're going to continue to package the message that way we can be very transparent if it is that it is conduct turmoil to their efforts and ours um so uh leo if you're still there what what do you think about the comments with the uh, defensive end I think Leo has uh, jumped out of the show. Uh, I know that he had to do a uh, collaborative project that uh, he will be uh, streaming out to you guys uh, very soon on his YouTube channel, Geekly Goods. So before I get into the Steelers, because I'm going to need to talk about Stephon Tewitt specifically, and then we'll get into my, what Mike Tomlin's been saying about the uh, about how the NFL needs to remain social distant. But before I do that... Let's take a uh, quick break. Monster. <laughs> Fuck, boy. Bitch, your booming wants some more, nigga. Fuck up your attitude, fuck all the gratitude. How my bitch magical, all this shit magical, all this shit radical, all this shit radical, all this shit radical, all this shit radical. Fuck all your attitude, fuck all your gratitude, all this shit radical, all this shit radical, all this shit magical, all this shit magical, all this shit radical, 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 all this shit radical. Like Scott, Adam, Wayne, and Balenciaga. All the white niggas, I just came in and fendi. Fuck tight, bitch, I just came like a Jimmy. Outside, all the bikes, brand on my agenda. Man, white nigga got it wrapped around the road. I'm a mind nigga, I'm so gone, all that soda. Fuck the soda rover, I just pulled up a four. Yellow, yellow, mojo, I got mojo, I got yellow. Better not have no pants on you next time you see me. Hydroplaning gratitude, the future is the treatment. Fuck the walk around with that semen. Fuck the plane, nigga, I'm bungee jumping on so freely. Fuck up your attitude, fuck all the gratitude. I'm a bit magical, all this shit magical, all this shit radical, all this shit radical, all this shit radical, all this shit radical. Fuck all your attitude, fuck all your gratitude, all this shit radical, all this shit radical, all this shit magical, all this shit magical, all this shit radical, 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 all this Hey, for all this shit. Count my head, I went blind cause I'm bougie. Holla. Matter of fact, nigga, I got St. Laurent groupies. Fucking altitude, I'm round around with that Uzi. Holla. All the same nigga, put that rally up at Crucial. Fuck that laughing nigga, I got your girl that made a move. How to gag your nigga, she pussy like this sushi. Fuck them badly nigga, cause I'm barely gonna lend it. Really loud nigga, post it up and eat that Benny. Fuck up your attitude, fuck all the gratitude. I'm a bit magical, all this shit magical, all this shit radical, all this shit radical, all this shit radical, all this shit radical, fuck all your attitude, fuck all your gratitude, all this shit radical, all this shit radical, all this sh
that you're wanting to honor your grandmother that you know she worked her she worked to bring you know 20 people over the right way i i understand what you're trying to say with those comments i'm not going to knock i'm not going to knock that position specifically but here's my point man and we've been saying this with Drew Brees. so when we had talked about his comments about the national flag back a month ago this is not about the damn flag Okay, th- I don't know how many times I need to say this, man. Uh, Des, this ain't about the flag. It's never been about the flag. We're wanting to... I mean, we're just wanting to create equality. I don't know how I don't know how else I need to spell that. I don't know how else I need to say that. I mean, all we're trying to do is get equality. Is that so hard to comprehend? No, and I guess, like I said, people are definitely uh, missing the mark on this too as well. I mean, this is equality, my friend. It's not about flag. Like you said, Jordan, people are missing the mark, man. It's definitely uh, frustrating for sure to see that. Yeah, and you know, it, it is unfortunate and that we that we're talking about this and you know i'm going because i've had i've had a lot of people say to me well you know it's about the flag and you know i've heard a lot of stuff about a lot of awful stuff about what people are saying about the black lives matter movement and that doesn't that definitely anchors me that definitely frustrates me but at the end of the day i take those opinions and i'm going to take one step on to its opinion and i'm going to appreciate it in this sense he is going to be one of the reasons why we're still going to promote this fight, that we're still going to continue to keep the fight. So at the end of the day, we need to treat these comments as, okay, you're helping us put fuel onto this fire for this fire to spread. So you know what, Stefan? I thank you for saying that. I thank you for bringing awareness to the subject in the way that you've done so, so that we can move forward and add that extra motivation. So. I'm gonna leave Stefan. I'm gonna leave it at that. And then when we talk about Mike Tomlin, he's absolutely right. If you as a player don't do what you need to do to promote staying, you know, keeping safe, keeping healthy, wearing your mask or whatnot, and are are not taking those precautions, then yes, you're you're doing your teammates, you're doing your organization. And you're doing a league wrong because you're actively promoting. Well, I don't want to say actively promoting, but you are contributing to the virus in some way because of that. Yeah, you definitely contribute to it. And you got to definitely, like I said, people just got to watch these comments, man. It's definitely frustrating. They need to 
think about equality in this pandemic and working together, not against each other. Because, yeah, like you said, uh, Jordan, it's they're just missing the mark, and it's definitely. Uh, Des? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, sorry. I uh, I think the mic cut off just a little bit. I didn't hear that last part. I said it's just really frustrating uh, to have these comments like that, you know. And when he, he's right. I mean, I understand what he's saying. If one fails uh, with this pandemic going on, we all fail. I get that. Um, and like uh, Vic Fangio, like I said, we're Bronco fans, and John Elway has elaborated. The organization that takes this, this is part of our lives now. This is not just going to be something that's going to go away. It's going to be part of our daily lives. This is something that's going to be part of our daily organization routine, where we have to definitely take the necessary precautions. What that means in the facility, in and out, um, and have those trackers. I mean, I know most of the teams have that. I like how the Broncos are doing that right now, but the Steelers need to realize. Um, and Mike Tomlin, hey, like I understand what you're talking about, but like John Elway has said and Vic Fangio. The organization that takes this pandemic seriously and takes the necessary precautions, like we talked about earlier in the show today with the MLB needing to take the necessary precautions, that's the organization that's going to win. Hands down. Hands down. They're going to have the most success. So, I understand this is a detriment to your 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 uh, your leadership, uh, Mike Tomlin. I understand this is take a hindrance on your practicing time. But hey, things have to change. This is a pandemic and I understand that one fails, we all fail, but hey, Make sure your players are doing the right precautions too. As a leader, he definitely step up, and uh, I get what he's saying. But like you said, uh, Jordan, we're fighting for equality here at the same exact time. So talk to your players, saying, "Hey, if you don't want to stand, if you want to stand for the flag, I get it. But here, this is the message that we're trying to say. This is the reason why we're uh, kneeling on the uh, on the flag. So uh, it's not. Go ahead, Des. I not to not to cut you off, but uh, I just wanted to. Uh, I think we may be uh, uh, misunderstanding what Mike Tomlin is saying. I think he's more so commenting on just social distancing the coronavirus. No, that's I what, what I saying. pick up. No, I know what he's saying. What I'm telling you, I'm telling you, is just the fact that I get what he's saying. I just think that as a coach, there's a little bit more. I get what he's saying. One fail, one falls, we all fall. And it's with the COVID-19. I get that, but. I look at what his comments were and what uh, John Elway's is, and don't. I mean, we we really have to look at the organization, of the Steelers too. That's what I'm looking at as a whole, because there's been a lot of problems coming out of Steelers Nation, and I understand in Pittsburgh there is a spike in that state as well. And I get what he's saying with the pandemic. If we all fail, we one falls, we all fail. I mean, you look at the MLB. I'm just saying, as a pandemic, we have to do better as a nation, as a sports society. If you want to have sports in play. Everybody has to take the necessary precautions. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> mm. and, and and that I, I definitely agree with you, Des. I definitely agree on that point. And uh, and before we before we move on to uh, before we move on to the Jets, I just wanted to say for Stefan to it. Listen, I hope one day, and this is to everybody that that feels the same way about Stefan. I hope one day we can all join together in this fight. It might take some time. I understand it's not going to take a minute, a day, or a week, or a month. I get that. But I do hope that everyone comes to understand this is what we're trying to do. And we just want to be all on the same page. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. 
And let, let's go ahead and uh, let's talk about the Jets, Des. Um, the Jets, we did reiterate last show with the trade uh, with the Jamal Adams, uh, the safety. Uh, with was previous with the Jets now with the um, Seattle Seahawks. Um, so the New York Jets traded Jamal Adams and a 2022 uh, fourth round pick to the Seattle Seahawks. In return, the New York Jets received a 2021 and 2022 first round pick, as well as a 2021 third round pick. They also received um, Brad, uh, safety Bradley uh, McDougal uh, in the trade, which he's definitely been a great safety for that Seattle defense um as well now going to the jets um so what's your what's your take on it jordan well and i've uh, i'm going to talk about the jets specifically because uh last episode episode 15 i did talk about the way that this trade will impact the seattle seahawks so when we talk about the jets listen this is a team that i predict is going to be in that bottom third place in the in their division the afc east so by trading Jamal Adams, you get some picks, you get some time to rebuild your organization because it definitely needs some help. Uh, hopefully that, you know, this is my problem with the Jets. They do, a, they make a great trade, but can I expect you to make this trade work? And I expect you to get pieces that will be equivalent to, to Jamal Adams or maybe not even be equivalent, but at least contribute to a future Super Bowl winning team. I can't make that call because I feel like I talk about the Jets like this the same way I talk about the Knicks, which is almost every fucking year with this team. So, I mean, I appreciate that Jamal Adams will be playing with a competent organization now. Thank you very much. But... That's all I have to say. I don't have any faith in the Jets, and I never will. Um, I have a little faith in them. I, I guess I say the future is bright for them. Um, they're still missing some key pieces like offensive line, a little bit more defensive. Now you're uh, losing a great decent defensive leader, a confident guy in that locker room. Um, and some of the Jets organization thought he was a distraction. So we'll see how that unfolds. I hope there's a uh, Jets and Seahawks game on the schedule this year because um, it's going to be definitely intriguing to see uh, that matchup for sure. Um, with other news in the NFL, uh, with the NFL season underway in September, uh, an anonymous defensive coach has told the athletic, uh, I guess, post uh, in Green Bay, he does not want to mess with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the quarterback he says I know some people don't like him because of whatever but all I know is if you picked five quarterbacks you don't want to play every wheel he is one of them I don't want to fuck with that guy you can say what you want but when you go into a game that is the first guy you are preparing for it ain't the uh, running back it's not even the receivers because he has uh, he has free agent running backs and third round receivers third round receivers well fourth and third round receivers just just dudes not tight end you are worried about the dude so um i'm just gonna say my quick thing aaron Rodgers, in a comparison to an nba player is kind of like the i guess you say like russell westbrook stefan curry type uh player like mm -hmm. the way he impacts the game i mean he was on what nfl's top 100 this year too as well and he was on a great ranking this year uh but, uh, I mean, he is quick, elusive. Um, 
he still has that old mojo uh, that he had in his younger days. I mean, he's probably losing a pep and step maybe once or twice, but the defensive coordinator is right. I mean, there there there's there's barely any running backs. There is a running back. That running back only stays in Green Bay maybe one or two years tops. I mean, there's been some running backs that've been there, but I mean. Eddie Lacy's on a different team now. He went to a different team now. He's out of shape now. He's a free agent, you know. Um, the running back they have now, most of these running backs now have to be pass catching running backs, not just straight out the backfield. So, um, with Aaron Rodgers' style of play and how he plays, he dissects the defense really well. And like I said, he reminds me of a Peyton Manning, he'll dissect your defense one way or another. If it's with his legs and arm, he'll do it. If it's in the pocket, he'll throw it. And uh, him and Devontae Adams are definitely just a great uh, one-two punch. So we'll see how that goes. Jordan, what do you think? Yeah, I, I need to talk about Aaron Rodgers. And specifically, we need to go back into the into the draft. Uh, before I do that, uh, two things. One, uh, we were alerting to Jets and Seahawks, Does The Jets go to Seattle on December 13th. Mark that down on the calendar. Oh, I will, my friend. I'm about to mark it down right now because that's going to be one where I'm sorry, uh, Jets fans, but uh, Jamal Adams is going to get your number. He's been practicing with you guys ever since he was drafted there, um, and it's going to be a showdown. It's going to be in Seattle. It's going to be bringing back the Legion of Boom um, because I'm not just saying that because of Jamal Adams, but um, they have a great core defense. That's going to be a top 10 defense this year. Yeah, that game. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, that game for Sam Darno, I don't expect him to be do very well in Seattle. It might be a nightmare for him. But I will. We're gonna come back to that game in about uh, four months. Uh, and then before we talk about Rogers, let's take a, another quick break. Okay. So Green Bay, why did you take a quarterback again? Jordan Love, listen, I understand the man is 36. I understand that he's has more of his good seasons are behind him more than moving forward, but he's still very good. Yeah, at least has yeah, at least three or four years. So I don't understand, first of all, the Jordan Love pick still. I definitely don't get that because there are some real needs on that team. I mean, you, you just said it right there, Des. You've got free agent running backs. Now, now Aaron Jones, that's a, that's an entirely different topic. I think he's going to be a great running back. Uh, but you do have third round, fourth round receivers. I mean, that's true. I mean, I have not seen a good Green Bay's wide receiver since Donald Driver and Greg Jennings. Do you remember those names, Des? Donald Driver and Aaron Jennings? Uh, I remember Aaron Jennings, but not Donald Driver. Uh, but Green Bay, like you said, Jordan, has not had a consistent wide receiver core. And if they did, the only time I've seen that was Devontae Adams and Jordy Nelson. And they had some other pieces as well to tight end. But those players are almost gone. The only player that's better is Devontae Adams. They need to get a uh, – They, I, I think they should have went with a wide receiver in the first round. Um, most experts said, hey, they need a wide receiver. They had a lot of receivers on the board, and uh, that could be impactful. Uh, for Aaron Rodgers, but um, like you said, age 36, he's dwindling down. I mean, this guy is, <laughs> you have to prepare for Aaron Rodgers like no other. You have to prepare. He has a lot of experience and like you said, Jordan, I don't want to cut you off, but yeah, I mean, they only have third and fourth round picks. Not saying 
those receivers aren't good. I mean, Antonio Brown was a what late round pick when he was picked out. Six round pick. Yeah, with the Steelers, and he's suspended now. Um, but like you said, that's just definitely uh shocking. I feel like the offensive personnel really needs to focus on the wide receiver position. And and, and I and I said uh, Aaron Jennings before. Again, that that was my mistake. It's it's Greg Jennings, not Aaron Jennings. But when we talk about Aaron Rodgers, I mean. I don't understand why you felt the need to replace to look at the look at the next guy now when you knew you still had to fill up other needs. I mean, it, the wide receivers was definitely something we were talking about in terms of holes that the Packers had. You definitely needed a tight end because Jimmy Graham has been non-existent for your offense. I mean, there were a lot of holes, a lot of holes that could have been easily filled up in this draft, but. Yeah, I I really didn't understand what Green Bay was doing in that first round, and and this anonymous NFC uh, and anonymous defensive coach has proven my point. Yeah, and, and um, like you said, Jordan, that definitely brings uh, a point up of what's going to happen if uh, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. You got Jordan Love, a rookie in there. Was definitely going to learn behind uh, Aaron Rodgers. But who is his receivers? That's the biggest thing that uh, teams build around, their quarterback. If I know my quarterback needs some receivers, I'll get him some receivers. That's what the Broncos did with Drew Locke. I mean, they had, what, three receivers, uh, a tight end that he used to play back in college, a great defense, a core, as more defensive pieces around him, young guys. And, and two high-quality running backs. Two, two high-quality. High- Oh man, this like I said, I and, and my thing is, and like you said, Jordan, receivers. But the the coordinator is right. When you face Aaron Rodgers, I mean, shoot, Vic Fangio when the Denver Broncos played him, we held him a little bit low scoring game. But man, dude, slithered around. They like little Cam Newton. They little Russell Wilson. They a little bit of Tom Brady. I mean, he did everything. I mean, you know, uh, the shuffle pass, a lot of things. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right, Des? Just think of go go back to that game, right? Think of the quarterbacks on those teams. Joe Flacco for Denver and Aaron Rodgers for Green Bay. That right there is the difference between a winning organization and a losing organization. Exactly. It is. Because if you don't have the quarterback, you're not going anywhere. Exactly. Exactly, my friend. Um, Is there anything else you want to add real quick before we go to the next NFL topic? I mean, when we uh, all I'm going to say is, Green Bay, you better be right on Jordan Love. Because if this season turns out to be a disaster and the future becomes a disaster, we're going to talk about this this year right here for you guys right definitely for sure and we'll definitely keep an eye on that jordan for sure and i know uh it's gonna be exciting to see next month man nfl season will start uh also with uh nfl news um dante hightower and patrick chung defensive starters for the new england patriots opt out of the 2020 nfl season following the birth of his first child um this allows this follows after the running back uh, Brandon Bolden, starting offensive tackle Marcus Cannon, fullback Danny Vital, and uh, reserve offensive lineman Najee Torin opted out of playing the 2020 season. 
for the Patriots, notably Damian Williams and uh, Laurent Devarney Tarfrey of the Kansas City Chiefs have also uh, decided to opt out of their uh, 2020 uh, season. So, um, uh, what do you think, Jordan? Real quick, and then I'll give you my uh, brief things. What do you think about this? Money? Players opting well, out before the season. Yes, a quick clarifying point. Uh, Dante Hightower is the one having the child. Uh, it's not both them and Patrick Chung. Uh, just wanted to make that clarifying point first before we uh, move forward. I mean, Des, this is what I'm talking about. We're seeing what the MLB is becoming into. And the NFL players, more importantly, are looking at the NFL, same deal, no bubble environment, intending to play the way that the MLB is doing right now. And a lot of players don't want to be put into that risk, and, and I don't blame them. Definitely. You don't want to do the risk. And, uh, like they said, they want to play, but you got, like you said, you got fans, family, and you're around your family a lot of the time. So, um, at this pandemic and this thing going on with the coronavirus, family is definitely important and um, staying unified and, and, and equality. So, um, I like their decisions. Uh, the Patriots, this will affect them, um, this will hinder them. So, we'll definitely see how that plays out. Um, so now we have gone through the sports section. Anything else you want to add real quick, Jordan? Uh, uh, I'm really worried about the MLB, and I'll leave it at that. I, I'm really worried about if they're going to be able to continue or not. Definitely, uh, and I'm worried as well. And we'll see in the next coming days. We'll definitely keep our fans updated with uh, scores uh, of the MLB games playing um, this week. Uh, we'll definitely get on our Facebook page, our Instagram page, and our Twitter page as well, and other news as well. Um, so now we're going into the entertainment slash TV music, uh, basically uh, section of our show. Um, so any shows have you watched Jordan this week? Uh, any entertainment news you heard? What, what's going on? What's going on? Well, for me, I'm going to talk about uh, first the god of high school. This is a, I believe, a Korean anime that uh, Leo uh, from Geek- Geekly Goods, uh, our our partner of, of partner, of course, uh, yes, sir. introduced introduced this onto our uh, introduced this on uh, one of his uh, YouTube live streams, and I got the opportunity to watch, uh, I guess, the fourth episode alongside him. And this show, man, is crazy. I mean, it, it's super well done. The anim- the the anime style is gorgeous, and the soundtrack it has. It reminds me a little bit about how Samurai Champloo tried to incorporate a hip hop into its own anime. With with God of High School, they tried to incorporate the electronic style music into their into their show. And what I really like is the combat. It's insanely quick, insanely fast, well choreographed, and it's probably one of the more well done choreographed fighting styles that I've seen in a while when it comes to anime. Hmm. I'll definitely check it out, man, and see what that's about. But it sounds intriguing, sounds interesting. Um, I'll definitely stay tuned. Um, I've been watching a little bit of Ozark. I'm about to start the Umbrella Academy today um, and some other shows um, as well. I know Kevin Hart has a uh, new show on Quibic 
it's like Die Hard or something like that, I believe. Uh, basically, undercover like agent trying to become one. Um, so it's on Quibic. Um, that's the app Quibic. Uh, I heard good reviews off of it. Really funny. Um, so I'm definitely gonna give it a try today. I'm gonna watch the Rockies after the show. They are playing right now against the uh, San Diego Padres. So I'm definitely gonna tune into that. Um, but yeah, man, I'm definitely gonna tune into uh, uh, Leo's. And like I said, our partner Leo. Uh, uh, Jordan as well. We have a lot of uh, just, you know, interesting just movies, TV shows, entertainment uh, suggestions for you guys to watch. So if you guys want to hear one, uh, definitely let us know on our page. Uh, we'll definitely talk about it on uh, the show and on Geekly Goods with Leo, uh, our partner. So we'll definitely have to check that out um, for sure. Um, any music, Jordan, that you've been jamming to this week? Uh, for me, I've been really into... Uh into hip-hop rap right now especially with uh with the big project that i took on saturday for me it's been a lot of uh i wouldn't necessarily say retrends but um i've been listening to a lot of future uh young boy never broke again that was definitely a big part of my mix on the radio and really right now when it comes to new new ish music it, I've definitely been on that Travis Scott craze for a while, man. It, it, some of his stuff right now, uh, you know, you can go, you can even reference the Scots, uh, that track that we talked about a while ago, but also some uh, throwbacks, uh, goosebumps, and then check out this song, the uh, Relays uh, featuring Max O Cream. Check out that song, man. Oh yeah, he's definitely great. Uh, Cream, he's definitely a good artist um i i'm gonna definitely check it out and like jordan uh with the opportunity that you had this week man with the uh the x squad radio network to dj man i'm definitely excited and i know you're on there and um uh, others as well as kasigi if i'm pronouncing the name wrong please forgive me but uh um, i'm definitely uh enjoying that for sure my friend and i love the uh, music variety um i definitely tuned in i know leo did as well and other fans um as well so uh, for me it's been more future uh more classical music at times like beethoven um but future drake has been one of those too as well um some old school hip-hop uh that's definitely gonna be uh my tone for the week man so i've listened to that kind of just chilling just with the vibes you know good weather um and just staying positive that's the biggest thing so a little bit of common i've been listening to so just a good roundabout uh, music thing but i'm definitely gonna check you out jordan um, and for our fans out there, Jordan will be out there. We'll definitely post it on our page, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, when uh, Jordan's on. So we can definitely tune in, show some support, some love. Um, is there anything else you want to add, Jordan? Final thoughts on the show? Anything you want to say to our fans out there? Uh, I, for me, just want to say thank you again to everyone that's been watching the show, uh, episode 16. We really take pride in being able to do the show uh, almost every week. I believe there's one Sunday that we've missed doing the show, but uh, other than that, it's it, it has definitely been a blast. We're, we're loving this journey, and we appreciate everyone, including the X-Squad, for helping us alongside our journey. Exactly. We love you guys, X-Squad. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, love the fans' support as well. Um, there's a special shout-out uh I do want to point out, uh, Lord Jordan, you've been really great, my friend. I definitely shout out for you, man. Uh, definitely follow Jordan, man. I mean, our whole squad here. But um, Jordan, I know you've been putting a lot of work in. Leo as well. Uh, and Geekly Goods, guys, check that out as well on YouTube. Um, and Jordan with the X-Squad Radio Network, he's going to go live. Um, we'll definitely post those dates and times. 
So uh, I definitely appreciate you guys, uh, our fans. We definitely appreciate you guys as well. The support, the love, um, even the the criticism that we get, we still love it too. So it's all love in the end. Stay safe during this pandemic. Um, love one another. Equality. Uh, fight for what's right. Um, and uh, there's a special shout out I want to do want to put out too uh, to our fans. So to our fans that listen to the show. Uh, we'll put a post a little bit later on today, maybe tomorrow. Um, there's gonna be a keyword, right? There's gonna be the keyword, the keyword uh, for this uh, raffle. We're gonna do the first ten people to message us uh, about the keyword that we're about to say right now will be the uh, winners, and those winners will get ten to fifteen dollars uh, gift cards to Amazon or a gift card uh, that of your choice. But you got to let us know what you guys want so the first 10 um but what you guys have to do is definitely subscribe and review on our podcast um to definitely get a chance to get in um we'll do this every other sunday um we'll do different things as well um for you fans we definitely support you guys we definitely love you guys so we just want to show love and support back um the keyword is pineapple so that is the keyword um so if you guys this episode um we'll put a, a post of not the keyword but a clue of the keyword um and um definitely just hit us up and if you get the right keyword message us and we'll let you know hey you know on the next show who the winners are and and other things like that but please just uh do that we definitely support you guys and we want to give uh, something back to the fans as well um so we love you guys and uh just keeping 100 jordan anything else you want to add wait does before i let you go just to help clarify for our fans and how the contest will work that keyword, do they need to include that in the review that you can post on our Facebook page? Well, you know what, Jordan, since you said that, that is a good idea. You know what we'll do? Uh, so when you guys do review, put the keyword. Well, no. Yes, put the keyword in. Put the keyword in and we'll know. Once you put that uh, review in, message us on our Facebook page your name and what you put as the keyword. If we find out and that's the right keyword, um, you are a winner, and we will announce those winners on um, for next Sunday. All right, you know what uh, to do, listeners. So uh, don't uh, go right now. Just just do it. Don't don't even think about it. Just go, go, go. <laughs> just go, and uh, uh, we love you guys. Is signing off. Uh, uh, Des, what's up? Is. Hmm. Oh, I was just saying this. <laughs> I was like, "This is it, man." I was like, "This keep one hundred. Uh, we're 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 out." And so I was like, "Uh." uh okay. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, this <laughs> is uh, Jordan Rosano. <laughs> so good. Uh, to to all the to all the fans out there, and for uh, for both uh, for for Leo for Des and I, this is Jordan Rosario with keeping it one hundred, and we're signing off. Signing off. Hello, TJ. I got a plan to run up some bands. You tell me I can, I tell you why I am. Three of my brothers that stuck in a can. Listen, you on me, 38 on jam. I pack, I can make you a strand. Three more, keep when dumb of a zan. Fake jeans, that shit come with Japan. I be flexing, you can look at my grand. Bitches see me and they know who I am. Little TZ, oh my god, I'm a fan. Little TZ, oh my god, I'm a man. I remember I was whipping the pen. Wasn't right, but I did what I can. 
fucking dope, cause I'm just living my life. Remember times when the day wasn't bright. Half a pint up in a tootie to spray. I'ma make sure all my niggas are high. Commissary and I'm sipping out kites. Taking North about to book me a flight. Diamonds dancing in the middle of night. Fire bitches started being polite. I remember when I wasn't they tight. Now they figure I could better their life. I ain't listening to niggas advice. Unless I feel what you're telling me right. Fuck tomorrow, I'm a bull for tonight. I got potential to bull like a mic. VVS diamonds, no regular ice. Heard them mistake when they see me on sight. Bitch, all I talking in danger of life. I keep a strap, little TG a day. Right on my head, I like could double the price. Nigga, run in your mouth. I have my young niggas running your house. You could be dead for the sun even now. Bitch, you could mobbing, no tongue in me down. Make fun of me now. They see me like why. Niggas that hate it gon' wanna be down. Run in your mouth. I have my young niggas running your house. You could be dead for the sun even now. Hey, sign about holding my pants up. It's money gon' call on my answer. I used to be down, well, look at me now. I just was a bitch named Amanda. And bitches be blingin' my hotline. Drop top at the stop sign. You say that you flexin' boy, stop line. And your bitch, you eat it, she not mine. And I'm going straight to the top, watch how I open up shop Fuck up my way, I don't need you, I'll be great Get into it, out of state I need a bag, that's the reason why I spat Every time I'm on the track, put on the gas Leave them niggas in the past I remember I was trash, that in my last I ain't never even asked, now I look at y'all and laugh Niggas be mad, why don't you look at my dad It's crazy, this happens so fast I'm on the road and I'm bringing my bros I'ma do it for all of the guys in the ass Pop me a flat, pop me a tag Sipping dirty, I don't know how to act
money, my friend. I since the beginning. I told you we'll win. Yeah, all my niggas in. We took losses for the win. I know all these bitches around me for the come up. Orange Lamborghini, stunning in the summer. I put my partner on the play, bitch. Fuck your running up. I heard he think this shit a game, but we a show. I put my bitch in the bins. Jump on stage doing my dance. She put her hand in my pants. Yeah, I'm living life on no man. I'm kicking shit like Japan. Everybody wanna bag. Everybody tryna get it. Know some niggas hustling with they last. Tryna see their way to millions. I gotta get a bigger digit. If you start, you gotta finish. Baby gave me the keys when I was 19. Tell me go and get it. I stacked the money till I seen three come. Tell me go and get it. Quick, you gotta get it. Quick, you gotta get it. Busting out my jeans, I've been running around with stunners. Stunning around with stunners, man. You gotta get it, niggas gotta get it, man. I gotta get it. Two to a four, four to a ten, ten to a dub. This cash, money, my friend. Since the beginning, I told you we'll win. All my niggas in, losses for the win. Yeah, quick. About that time, young. You dig what I'm saying?